0: And to do so, he does a great job covering them for the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer. You read him, Philly.com. Jeff McClain on the Comcast Business Hotline. Jeff, good morning. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Bob. Hi guys. What's hey, up, buddy? All right, so I, I got to hit you with the quarterback. I know you're tired of answering the questions. Don't no. snap on me, please. No. So, wh- what do you make of it? Uh,
1: Carson, and whether he's going to play Sunday
0: or. No, first? when? When? Uh, I mean, I mean, best
1: guess. Week three, um, yeah. but uh, you know, if, if it's you know if it's not this week, then obviously you're kind of still a little guessing because um, the Eagles will have to play week by week. But I'm pretty sure it's not going to be this Sunday. But week three or four would probably be my best guess.
0: Doesn't it make sense to play him in week three at home against a team that does not have a strong defense in the Colts? And it's before you got to play Tennessee on the road and Minnesota, so I think that kind of you get your feet wet perfectly. Doesn't that sound like a like a smart plan? I, I guess um, maybe the home uh,
1: part of it. Um, you know, again, we don't know the Colts' defense completely. I mean, I typically, I mean, the last few years, there hasn't been a good a good squad. But you know, once Carson's cleared to go. Once he's out there playing, you know, I don't think it really matters who, who he's playing, and, and it won't affect the way he's going he's gonna to play the game. So to me, it doesn't really matter which team he's, he's
0: going up against. All right, where are we at when it comes to injuries, and who do we expect to be back for Sunday in Tampa?
1: Well, Alshon Jeffrey's coming going to be out again. So, you know, you've seen him do a little work at wide receiver, uh, brought in uh, and worked out Brashard Perryman, um, brought back Kamari Aiken to work him out. Uh, they brought in a slew of new guys in the practice squad. So, I mean, they're preparing for Alshon, it seems like, being after a little while. And then, you know, you didn't get much out of Mike Wallace on Sunday. Uh, He's not going anywhere. But, you know, DeAndre Carter is out there for about 75, 80% of the snaps. I don't think that's ideally what you wanted going into the season. And Marcus Wheaton wasn't used much at all either. So um, they could be looking to upgrade at wide receiver um, at some point. Maybe even today you'll see a move. But, uh, as far as the other injuries go, I mean, they came out pretty healthy. Um, I'm trying to think offensive line. I mean, Jason Kelsey got banged up a little bit. Jason Peters, but they both, they both returned and finished the games. I think they'll probably good to go first, uh, for Sunday running back. Um, you're healthy there. Um, I guess that's it. You get Nigel Bradham back, which is good. DeAndre Hall, we talked to for the first time. Uh, he was the safety Eagles signed right after the end of the season. He's now active. He had a server one game suspension. Um, Trey Sullivan is gone. So, you know, obviously they've had some injuries heading into the, you know, the opener, and they'll have them for a little while here. The, obviously the primary ones being Carson Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey. But overall, I'd say they're pretty
0: healthy. Jeff McLean with us on the Comcast Business like Jeff, how is Sunday now viewed after the Buccaneers go in in New Orleans and really shock the world?
1: Yeah, I think going into the season, you looked at this game and thought, okay, this this should be a W. Uh, no, Jameis Winston, he's still serving his suspension. And you know, while it's a game on the road, the Eagles have done done well in Tampa before. And and again, they're not they're not a really great team. But you know, the old adage in the NFL, you know, any given Sunday. And look, they have talent. They made a they had a pretty good all season. I thought the Bucks. Uh, they did a lot to improve the defensive line. Went got Vinny Curry, Bo Allen. We both know those names. Uh, jason pierre paul as well um so it's not like there there are any slouches and ryan Fitzpatrick has shown over the, his career that he can go out there and win games as a replacement now can he do it for an extended period that's that's the big question um but i i wouldn't you know I, i'm not thinking eagles are, are less inclined to win based upon the way the bucks played against the saints than i did beforehand to be perfectly honest with you i mean the saints defense was good last year but uh you know they're, they're not super deep as well, so it doesn't surprise me that they, you know, maybe a little bit, 48 points surprises me, but it doesn't surprise me that they gave up a lot of points. Now the talk about Tampa Bay, Jeff, is that they went in and scored 48, but then look at the other side and see that they gave up 40. How do you see the Eagles maybe Correct. attacking them, and, and might this play out well and be a game where Nick Foles can kind of get on track? Yeah, you know, the, um, the offense didn't look good in the opener, and and quite frankly, it didn't look good at all in, in the preseason as well. So. They got to get, get, get things going. And you didn't really see them throw to the tight ends, I think, until the second half. I think you got to do a little more to get Zach Ertz involved. If It'd I, be nice if he
0: did, caught those two balls, too. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, that's true. In the second half, but in the first half, it was like all Nelson Aguilar. And was taking dunk stuff. Um, they got to throw the ball downfield a little more. Now, they tried a couple times with Mike Wallace, and, and Nick Foles failed to hook up on him, but they're going to have to stretch the field a little bit. And I think they'll be able to do it on this defense. Um, you know, the run game didn't get going. Again, let's go with J.H.I. right away. You know, the downscroll stuff is, I just, you know, maybe they're trying to get him started coming, you know, a year off his injury. I know J.H.I. is at 100%, but uh, he seemed fine to me running in the second half. How about you guys? Yeah, I, yeah, right. Exactly. So start it out. You will know, start it out. Feed I mean, him the ball. Know, I get, I get the whole by committee thing, but, uh, you know, get J.H.I. started. Get Zach Ertz going. A little more Dallas Goddard. I know he didn't, he didn't perform particularly great in his season opener, but the kid's got talent. Uh, get him started. Because right now the outside receivers, to me, I just don't don't see those being matchups that favor that, favor that, that unit.
0: Now, where the Eagles were spectacular is once again in the trenches. And it's amazing because it's the secret. It's how you win in this league. It's a it's a cliche, but when it's put together correctly, when you got a Joe Douglas that understands how to put together two lines of line of scrimmage, how to put together a defensive line and offensive line, it really shows. And that Eagles front dominated,
1: especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, the offensive side it took a little while, but you know those guys I think they'll come together as we get, get, go, go along here, Jason Peters' first game back since October. So, and he played well, but you know, it takes a little while for, the, for that chain-length fence to, to work in unison. Um, but the defensive line, geez, I mean, Fletcher Cox, obviously, you got to start with him. He was just a beast inside the entire game. Gets the run, gets the pass. He didn't always show up in the numbers, but if you watch the game, you watch it closely, especially on film, he's just wrecking things up and creating for everybody else on that line. But Michael Bennett, I thought, had a good game. Brandon Graham, you know, Working his way back, um, getting in there. Chris Long had, had a, had a phenomenal game. And then you're just throwing those guys at you. Defensive end, you know, I think they all pretty much had around the same number of snaps. 46, 45, 40, 39. I mean, geez, if you're, if you're an offensive line, you're like, does it ever let up <laughs> that position? Um, so that's the key. And that's, that's, you know, that's the key on both sides of the ball. But defense, especially because everything they do behind them is predicated upon that front, that first wave, that first wave, and that's the defensive line.
0: How would you think of the secondary?
1: Solid. Um, I thought Ronnie McLeod had a good game. Missed tackle early, but he was active, had a number of plays. Should have pulled in that interception, but sure uh, he's very sure yeah. everything to play. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Jenkins, per usual, is all over the field doing a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't show up in the stat sheet. And I thought, I thought Ronald Darby had a good game. So Three PBU's. Obviously, the, the last play at the end was huge. He gave up a few, few uh, passes, but you know what? Who is Jones is going to do that to a lot of guys. And the Eagles, and they're told. I mean, you know, play play him off, give him a little bit of cushion because you don't want him killing you over top. And while while he had ten catches for 160 yards, uh, he didn't catch nine to other targets, and he didn't catch a touchdown. So to me, that was a win for the Eagles. And Jalen Mills, maybe not as good as Darby, but he had a solid game as well. So and then, I thought Sidney Jones a little shaky early on. I think he he missed an assignment at one point. He missed a tackle at another point. It seemed like he was a little, um, you know, a little trying to get his feet under him. Um, But this is his first real NFL start. And I thought as things went along, you saw a little better out of him as well.
0: Hey, Jeff, we're talking to Jeff McClain from the Inquirer. Covers the Eagles. Does a great job. Uh, we talked about this going into the season. But Darby and the Eagles' future, he's obviously going to get paid. To me... I'm not letting a pre a premier corner leave. I'll pay you. Like to me, those corners deserve to get paid, and I I love Darby.
1: Yeah. Now, but you wonder if he's going to be one of these players that's going to have to be sacrificed so that they can extend Carson Wentz this offseason. season. And I mean, they got a lot of tough, a lot of tough salary cap questions to have to answer this off season. He's one of them because, as you mentioned, he could he has the ability to be a premier corner because of his speed. Um, the way nice, he moves man. out there, his agility—he um, he has that kind of talent.
0: And uh, who do you I'm, think it's between? Like, we, give me the something. Like you're at the tree. Like we know Carson's going to get his, and then it comes to fallout. How do you divvy the pie? If you want Darby, does that mean you can say no to Brandon?
1: Uh, B G, right? Yeah, uh, I mean PG can be over thirty. My guess is that, you know, the fact that they didn't extend him. Now, he, that was all kind of complicated by the fact that he had the ankle injury. I think they may have extended him if he hadn't had the ankle issue. Um, I You know, I think because you got Bennett. Actually, uh, because you have Derek Barnett, you probably have to say goodbye to, to Brandon Graham. Linebacker, Jordan Hicks, he's entering a contract year. I mean, we saw how important he was to that defense one. I mean, when Jordan's in there, everything just kind of, Falls into place because you have a natural middle linebacker, and then on the offensive side, I think J.J. is going to walk, but he's another one that you have to consider as well. He's going to a contract year, um, but if I had to guess, I would say Hicks. You can find, I think you can find something that's that's workable for the team because he plays a position that's not a premier position. He's not, gonna, he actually, he, he has the injuries, he's not going to be a high commodity linebacker. So I think you can bring him back, and then if it's me, I think you bring back the, the younger corner than you do the thirty-year-old defensive end. Jeff, monster day on Sunday for both Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson for Tampa. And, and uh, the two-part question, one, do you, is that a good matchup for the Eagles? Like, is that something that you can kind of negate with the secondary, like Anthony was talking about, and how good they played? Do you think that's that's an even match there? And have you heard anything more on Deshaun with the concussion? Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Deshaun. Um, apparently, he was like, kind of upset in the locker room afterwards because <laughs> of, of the concussion. And wants to play against his former team coming off a, a strong game, obviously. I mean, Darby, I think, I mean, Deshaun's going to move around a little bit. He's probably going to line up primarily on one side. Um, the Eagles don't switch their cornerbacks, so they won't follow either one. So they'll match up, you know, based upon the play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you'll see a lot of Darby on, on Deshaun Jackson. I, you know, I think you got speed against speed there. I think Darby can handle, can handle Deshaun. Uh, you do worry about him getting him over, over top. And then Mike Evans, the size is the one thing that, that always stands out with him. Um, you know, Jalen Mills has a little size, too. He, he he can match up well against his physical corners. But the key, again, is, is the defensive front. They can pressure Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't care, you know, what receivers are out there. It's going to be hard for that quarterback to get them
0: the ball. Yeah. Jeff, we're great stuff, man. It's great to have it back. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. It's great. to have. It. I know you're busy, ball, but this is it's just the best. Just yeah. to have it back. Football, yeah. man. We love it. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. All so right, hey, thanks, here Jeff. Here he is, Jeff McLean.